I looked up here and saw the candles, and I was going to suggest this little light of mine. Uh, we have four lights here. Next week it'll be five. And th th there's one verse in there. See, this little light of mine, I'm going to let, let it shine till Jesus comes. I'm going to let it shine. Well, in case, you know, you might be thinking, well, Jesus already came. Well, guess what? <laughs> He's coming again. Amen. So, um, let me get to my page here. There's one thing that I, I really appreciate about the Christmas um, portions or passage that we have in the Bible. It's more than just a story. I don't really care for calling it a Christmas story. But, but, but the, the passages we have concerning Jesus Christ and the first advent. But there's, there's one part of it that kind of gets sort of overlooked or maybe... Uh, just glanced at and and and, and uh, left left off to the side, and, and that is um, the prophecy of Simeon, which I'm glad James read the portion that he did from Luke chapter two, and Mary and the Magnificat, and so the, the portion just following that, then is uh, we get into the prophecy of Simeon, and uh, Simeon was a a very godly, God-fearing old man who had been looking for the coming of the Messiah. It, the Bible tells us that he was filled with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit had revealed to him that he would not die until he saw the Messiah. Now, um, uh, for, for Seth, I've entitled this the prophecy of Simeon, or keep Christ in Christmas. Now, the, the Jesus Christ that we serve, the one that we know, the one that is our Lord and Savior, is not the, the Jesus of Fifth Avenue. He, he is not the Jesus of, um, oh, you could go down a whole list of things, not the Jesus of, well, I, actually, that, that's a preparation I have for another day. A lot of the cults mention Jesus Christ. Um, in some cases, he is, they have him as the brother of Satan. Um, no, they have him as the, as the ruler of this earthly kingdom, but when we die and pass on, we get our own kingdoms to establish, much as what Jesus Christ did here. And, and, and so there's a whole slew of them. The Jesus Christ of the Bible is the one that we serve as our Lord and Savior, the King of Kings, the Lord, Lord the one that Simeon spoke about. Uh, if you care to follow along, you may open your Bibles to, uh, let me see, Luke chapter 2, and it's verses 22 through 35, and I'm reading from the New King James this morning. And it uh, starts out there in verse 22, where Mary and Joseph bring Jesus to the temple. It says, Now when the days for purification, according to the law of Moses, were completed, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord, every male who opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of two turtle doves or two young pigeons. 
Now that goes to show you the uh, economic circumstances of Mary and Joseph. This was the offering that the poorest of the poor would be required of them. Um, then Simeon's prophecy here, beginning in verse 25. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been to, revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign which will be spoken against. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. So first of all, here in, in uh, Simeon's prophecy concerning Jesus, um, verse 31 there, we see that uh, he's referred to as the Lord's salvation. Uh, as I mentioned, this Jesus Christ that we speak of concerning the first advent here at Christmas time, churches all across the nation make, make mention of it. This is not the Jesus Christ of Fifth Avenue, which from Black Friday causes businesses to go from red ink to black ink. Okay, th this is not that Jesus. This is the Jesus of the Bible. He's the Lord's salvation. When you read this Bible, from Genesis 3.15, clear through Revelation, the very last part of Revelation, Jesus Christ is the only salvation for mankind. He is the only savior of mankind. There is none other. So we see that he's the Lord's salvation, the anointed one, the, the Messiah. And then um, also there in verse 32, um, it's mentioned that he will be a light to the Gentiles. Now the Gentile world was very dark. And there have been periods of time, even since then, the, the Middle Ages and, and, and very early colonial America, where, where there were massive pockets of Gentiles that were in darkness. And the, 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 the light, the glorious light of the gospel of Jesus Christ had not reached them. Jesus is mentioned as um, spiritual enlightenment for the Gentiles, God bringing the light of salvation 
to the Gentile world. And what's interesting is that uh, Jesus himself said that um, when, when he was speaking to the woman out there at the well and to others, that he was come first to the house of Israel. Israel rejected him. The Gentile world, there were pockets of it that, that greatly accepted um, the gospel of Jesus Christ and took it and proclaimed it from one end of this globe to the other. It was the Gentiles who did that, not the Jewish world. So Jesus Christ has come to, be, uh, to, to bring light to the Gentiles. And then also, um, there in verse 32, and also we find this in Daniel chapter 2, verse 45. Um, and the glory of your people Israel, that speaks of the King of kings and the Lord of lords. So Jesus Christ, he's the Savior of mankind. He is God's spiritual light to the entire world to the house of Israel first, then to the Gentiles, to the whole world. And he is also the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. What's that? I'm gonna read this bit from Daniel chapter two, verse 45. It, it was the, um, the vision that, that um, Nebuchadnezzar had of, of, of the, the big image with the head of gold See, in verse 45, this is Daniel explaining the vision to Nebuchadnezzar. Daniel 2.45, Inasmuch as you saw that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it broke in pieces the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God has made known to the king what will come to pass after this. The dream is certain, and its, interpre its interpretation is sure that great stone, that rock, is none other than Jesus Christ. So there are parts of this prophecy that haven't quite been fulfilled yet. Um, then he gets on uh, to speaking directly to Mary, Simeon does. Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel. There will be Jewish people who will fall because they reject Jesus Christ. There will be those who rise because they accept Jesus Christ as a, uh, how do they call it? Um, um, I forget the Hebrew term that they use, but it's Jesus the Messiah. Uh, oh, I'll think of it here in a minute. And, and they will rise. So, so Jesus Christ will, he, he will bring great division, even in very households in Israel, also in the Gentile world. But then uh, he says to Mary, to Mary, yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. This is a, a direct reference to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ that is coming. Now, when you go shopping, out and about to the shopping malls and all that, uh, you might see uh, the, the manger scene, Jesus, Mary, Joseph, you know, the babies in a manger and all that. Um, you will not see any mention of this guy is going to become the savior of mankind, and he will die a gruesome, 
brutal death on a cross. You don't see that, but it's right here in Simeon's prophecy. That is the Jesus Christ that we serve. Now, he did not stay on the cross. From the cross, he went to a grave. It says that uh, he descended the hill, preached captivity to the captives, those who were being held in Abraham's bosom. Um, preached captivity to the captives. Then, on the third day, he rose victorious over sin and death and hell. He rose victoriously as our King of kings and Lord of lords, the only Savior of mankind. That is the Jesus Christ of Christmas that we as Christians serve. Okay, and I'm probably about to go over my time. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your word. We ask, Lord Jesus, that you would Engrave your word on our hearts. Help us to be people of the book who live according to your word. Help us to be witnesses of this Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Messiah, of all, sent to all mankind, the Savior of the world. Lord Jesus, you've given us this glorious light in your word. You've placed that light in our hearts when, when we have placed our faith and trust in you. We ask that you would help us to be lights in our corner of the world. May your word be done through us, in us. Lord Jesus, help us to live so that others may see the glorious light of the Savior through, shining through our lives. We pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the only Savior of mankind. Amen. Okay, you're dismissed to your classes.